Yo, 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 what is going on, beautiful people? This is Matthew with the Thoughtful Banter Podcast, along here with my co-host today, Hussein Hussein. Yes, sir. Welcome back to another episode. I don't know what, what episode this is, because we're, we're recording these jumps in bulk. In bulk, for real. The way Costco be. You know, so, uh, but you know, you know what it is. If you're listening to this on Spotify, whatever you're listening to it on, make sure to give it a thumbs up or a five star rating, comment down below, subscribe, whatever it is, you know, do all the positive things that lets the platform that you're listening to us on show that you like this podcast. Mm -hmm. Without further ado, let's get right into it. We're talking about today. Uh, well, we're talking about a lot of different things and we don't just have one subject, but, uh, we're talking about like some recent events. Uh, a couple of days ago, if you guys don't know what the H three H three is saying, you're killing me. <laughs> I need to get a good yawn and stretch out. Yeah, know? he like takes the microphone away to like not. I appreciate you taking the mic away, so it's not in my ear. <laughs> <sighs> exactly. Um, no. So yo, H- hold on. Quick story though. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so when I first started talking uh, to Zadab, you know how I'm always. One, always tired, and two, always yawning. Yeah. So when I was first talking to Zaynab, um, I would yawn on the phone. I'd be like, <laughs> like I, would, I wouldn't mute myself. This guy. And so she was telling me, she was like, I was confused why you'd keep talk, like calling me and talking to me, because every time you yawn, I thought I think you were bored. But then you'd be like engaged in the conversation, so it was like weird for me, and I was like, oh my God, I felt so bad. That's Red Pill. <laughs> Was that your goal? I was like, it was like it was nothing like I wasn't you're playing was mind bored. games with her. No, I wasn't because I was bored. I was just I was showing her I'm bored. <laughs> I, just, I needed keep a running yawn. her toes. I needed a yawn. Anyway, yeah, this guy, <laughs> make me yawn, bro. <sighs> you're yawning you really too. You really just like get past the yawn. Anyways, continue. We're passing the yawn back and forth. Uh, if you guys don't know the H three H three podcast, um, no, actually, disclaimer. This does not reflect my political opinions. <laughs> okay. No one can. I don't think anyone can like actually summarize them because I don't believe in the stupid stupidity of having to pick on like pick one party. Okay. That's just dumb. Okay. So it's not. This is not a. Uh, this is not me commentating on a party. Or like choosing one side. Yeah. Th- this is about me talking about people. H three H three podcast. It's just like a YouTube podcast. And Lotto with Crowder is a podcast. This guy, Crowder, there's not a lot of people in the world where I'm like, this is going to be like, yo, I don't like this dude. Uh-huh. I don't like this dude. <laughs> very, He's like a very right-wing political commentator, uh, if you want to call him that. I don't think he's particularly... He's not political commentator either. I like, don't think he's like the most intelligent. But also, I've heard, I don't know how true this is, but this is just something I've heard. I've heard that he's not even like as radically right as he portrays himself to be you, you know what he gives me him him um he was that guy for fox news there's a lot of them it's like that white guy who um oh i know who you're talking about uh the, there, there's these I, I need to look him up him now. um and, and like candace owens there's a lot of these political commentators that only commentate because it gives them uh, a career but they don't actually they're not really invested. Yeah. But they know that there's a fan base for people who will eat up this garbage that they're spewing. Eat it up, and that gives them money. That gives them fame. Are you talking about Tucker Carlson? Yes. Tucker, Tucker Carlson, Carlson has no opinion <laughs> on anything. Yeah. Tucker Carlson, Kenneth Owens might have opinions, but like 
she's also disingenuous as well. But my point is, these people, they don't actually... I don't think they they really even believe what they're talking about, many of them. They just know, hey, there's a, there's a very strong niche of people that if I talk about this garbage, they support me no matter what. Yeah, I mean, I think most of them just repeat, like, whatever is their part, like, the party that they affiliate, whatever the values held there. Um, and I guess my issue is not even necessarily if they believe all of them because i think for the most part they do they do have like most of the beliefs that they spout are like genuine at least to some extent genuinely held maybe, belief, yeah, maybe to some extent but they just spit out these like party slogans party phrases without any kind of extra or like um critical lens they just repeat them because that's what they're supposed to repeat yeah that's my issue and and and, and what 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 makes me understand that someone's not being genuine is whenever they're talking to people like they're not people but like like they're doing something just for views. Like what I mean is like louder louder with Crowder. You guys all know the show, probably. Uh what what's it called the same? Change my mind. Change my mind. Like he yeah. goes to college campuses and he takes some hot takes. That's actually how I found his channel. I think that's how a lot of people found him. Like and that's how it got popular. That, that's yeah. how we got viral. He has like a lot of viral videos doing that. And actually at first you don't know off rip what his stance is, how he is. I was like, Oh, this guy's kinda funny, kinda cool. I thought I thought it was like informative, right? Yeah, that's another thing. Anytime he gets into hot water, he's like, "Oh, it was just a joke. I'm a comedian. I'm a comedian." Yeah, he doesn't know if he's a comedian or political commentator. When in reality, he's neither funny or smart. <laughs> that's the problem with him. That's the problem. Like, and I've seen his comedy, quote unquote comedy, is not funny. Like, he doesn't understand that being edgy alone doesn't actually make something funny. Yeah, comedy is an art. And you're not an artist, obviously. And it's like, it's part of, like, you have to communicate with the crowd. Like anything, like, yeah. even, like, performing, like, singing or something, there's a communication that's happening with the crowd. Yeah. Even if you look at, like, and this could be, like, you could say this is for better or for worse, but if you look at, like, Mad Does, or, like, people who go around reciting yeah. Noahs and reciting yeah, poetry, yeah. there is still that communication with the crowd. Of course, you know? yeah. That's what makes it lit. Like, that's 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 Yikes. what makes someone bomb or not, yeah. like, on stage. I mean, people might get... And, and their feelings of like call them at on like a performer that's what they are i know what, what you want me to tell you that's what that's what it is it's a performance now it's a religious performance yes but it's still a performance mm. so like even um anyways what happened H- with the h3 h3 podcast h3 is like just a dude who makes youtube videos he's been making youtube videos for a long time he's like one of the ogs yeah. of the network um and he's like you know obviously as time goes by he's had to transform his channel many different times because youtube changes a lot right mm-hmm. um and right now he's podcasting mainly and he's been doing some political stuff like he just talks about his political opinion but it's also just because he's like a dude in his 30 or 40s he's not just going to talk about memes all day yeah. like when you're 30 or 40 you, you want to kind of talk about politics in the world like you 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 get the things you talk about gets bigger get like bigger picture and he says something about covid like i think we should listen to scientists Right. I'm not even saying that's a right or wrong opinion. I'm just saying that's what he said. And louder with Crowder challenged him to a debate. Which is again talking about disingenuity. Um Crowder from the beginning, like I'm gonna backtrack because you first mentioned change my mind. The issue that I always had with Crowder in these change my mind things yeah. is that he never actually was there to have his mind changed. He was there. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. He was there to show college students how stupid they were, quote unquote, for having the opinions that they that they had. Yeah. And he wasn't because like when there was actually someone, whenever there would actually be someone who talked to him about the issues and debated him decently about the issues, 
he wasn't it wasn't it was never like he was open to having his mind changed he wasn't like hmm, that's a point i never thought of even if it was a point that he clearly had never thought of and yeah. he was just spouting what he's supposed to spout as far as like his political affiliation so that's one and then two completely disingenuous to uh challenge h3h3 who's not an internet like political debater right yeah he's not someone that does this regularly he's just a dude like you said a dude making commentary a dude making videos on his channel yeah and to challenge him to be like oh yeah it, debate me in a public debate especially knowing the absolutely brain dead audience that crowder has <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So just that from the jump, you can continue explaining the situation. Right? Yeah. So so what happened was, um, H three was like, bet, let's do it, um, and he completely got him. I would honestly say, before we're listening to this point forward, you could pause the podcast and go to YouTube and just search up H uh, three gets Crowder. Like there, there's a forty minute video like like showing what he does. He completely got the dude's neck. Um, <laughs> but okay, now that you're back from that, assuming you want to watch that, because you haven't. Let's be real. You're here because you're here for thoughtful banter. What happened was um, H3 joins. Dude, I can hear that in my headphones. Yeah, it was loud. H3 joins the podcast and uh, the live stream. And this is live. This is all live. And Crowder is like, oh, I'm so excited. Like, and By the way, his energy is off. Loud Crowder has gotten worse over the years. Like, he's doing more of, like, compensation-ish behavior. Like, he seems like... I don't mean, and I'm not trying to. Like, I'm not doing this for defamement, but he's like he seems like he's on Adderall, hmm. like his energy is far too high up, uh-huh. like Adderall and coffee. I don't know what it is. It's like like a nervous tick, mm-hmm. especially for like a debater. You should be calm. Every debater I've seen is like calm, collected, like Muhammad Hijab, for example. Like, look. Anyways, what H three did was he joined. He joined it, and Crowder's like introducing him. Is like Ao, like. Thanks for having. Thanks for coming on. Um, he's one of the OGs of YouTube. Um, let's let's have this debate. Thank you so much for joining. And H three is like, you know, Crowder. Thanks for having me. But you know, I I, I gotta I gotta be honest. I gotta show you something. <laughs> and then what does he do? And then basically, he lets Sam Cedar, who's another political commentator, <laughs> into the uh, Zoom call. And the the funny thing about this is because apparently Sam Cedar, I guess, stands on the opposite aisle politically than uh, Crowder, and they had been. They had been uh, supposed to debate at Politicon one year, supposedly, according to Politicon. Um, and uh, and uh, apparently, supposedly, allegedly, uh, Crowder backed out of it. And for a long time, people were calling him, like, Cold Feet Crowder, Cold Feet Crowder, Cold Feet Crowder. Yeah. And so this, like, idea that Crowder was scared of Sam Cedar uh, came. And it was so interesting because... Crowder got so visibly upset. Visibly <laughs> when, shook. When Sam Cedar got on the call. <laughs> and I'm not saying it was necessarily because he was, um, like, scared. But the thing that made me upset is that Crowder has done similar things to people as far as, like, ambushing them in, in yeah. public spaces yeah. and forcing them to, uh, I guess, debate or talk to him. That's his thing. That is literally, that, that's his, literally thing. his whole thing. And so, and so there were a whole bunch of, like, like the right-wing cope on twitter was like, <laughs> like they were like oh my god we shouldn't be indulging these debate me bros debate me bros debate me bros and that's literally what crowder is the that debate is what, me bro no that's bro. by definition like he comes to college campuses and debates some of like the like i mean with all due respect the dumbest people and that's not because college it's because they're kids and like and, you're, you're in college you don't know anything 
And then he's there, who he's been brainstorming and has notes on a exactly. particular subject. Exactly. He's like, just check all the newest I don't statistics know you, on abortion, for example. Exactly. I don't know if you know, but sometimes he literally has like a binder with him of like the facts that he's like compiled. Yeah. And, you, and you're talking to some dude who's like walking to his freaking uh, his, like philosophy, his, his, 101 philosophy 101 class. English 101. He's on his way to his lecture <laughs> that's like maybe on a completely different topic. And and you're also asking emotionally charged questions like uh like warning just on my the word I'm about to use even like he'll he'll like he'll talk about rape he'll talk about abortion he'll talk about like police brutality like these are all humongous trigger topics right and then more than that he won't approach the conversation from a point of productivity he'll approach uh, he'll approach it from let me try to trigger you like he was talking about I forgot what he was asking I think he was talking about you know he was talking about rape. But it was some on campus like rape statistics, rape culture, rape culture, like something. It's like rape culture doesn't mind prove me wrong. Like that's what he said. Doesn't I, exist. Doesn't exist. Yeah, that's what he said. And I'm like, do you know how triggering that is? And I don't mean from the, the BS snowflake sense of I'm triggered. Like, do you know how many people have had that done to them? And then you're just going to go on campus and say doesn't exist. And oh, I get it. Technically, you're saying the culture doesn't exist, but that's just invalidating. Like you, you know, you know, you know how you're making people feel. Yeah. You know what you're doing, and you're just making money off of it. You're disingenuous. So it was just very satisfying to see him all shook. It was very from funny, Sam yeah. Cedar. And then like his little his little boy like crony in the like who just starts talking <laughs> little leprechaun and basically just starts like roasting H D H D. And then it was so funny because Crowder kept mentioning how like unpopular and how unknown Sam Cedar was. But he kept, he knew everything about him. He was like, "Oh yeah, I watch like your comedy. If you want to like your stand up comedy, it's not funny." Like he said that, and then he was like, "Oh, you ended your show like this many minutes early last week." And he's saying all these like super specific details about Sam Cedar. And he's like, "How do you know I'm yeah, doing like, any of that if you don't even follow me?" <laughs> <laughs> you know, he's like, he's like, You're, my audience doesn't even know who you are. And he's like, "Okay, well now that you've introduced me, you know, now that I've been introduced by Ethan, you, you can you can take this debate." Yeah, you're clearly a fan. Clearly a uh, fan. It's like that Connor John Post said, I, you're a fan. I know a fan when I see one. <laughs> it was, it I know was a fan when I see funny. one. And then like he kept on talking about audience size, audience size. Carter has 5 million subs. Sam has 1.0 something million subs. That's like, enough, man. Yeah, like he's he's crossed the threshold where he's like worthy enough, if quote unquote, if like we're assuming that subscribers <laughs> give you that. But anyway, he's worthy enough to have this discussion with. And, like, debate on the issues, bro. Again, you've done this before. Where there's literally a uh, a video of him, uh, like, surprising Jank, uh, Jank the, the Young, Turks. Uh, Young Turks. Yeah, the creator of Young Turks. This dude's at, like, a, I guess, like, a press conference of some kind. He's on a mic. Mm-hmm. And Crowder literally dresses up as him, you know, puts on a wig and everything, and then goes around the table where he's speaking and is literally mocking him. And he's just like, he just literally just ambushed him. And I'm like, how are you able to do this? And so hypocritical that you get so butthurt that someone does something similar to you. And it it, it was just beautiful to watch. Yeah, I just, I just love justice. Or my, I like revenge. It's not <laughs> justice. Yeah, I, I, I love poetic justice. Uh-huh. And that, that's what it was for me. If you guys are fans of the Thoughtful Banter podcast, which you must be because you made it to this point already, make sure you check out patreon.com forward slash thoughtful banter patreon is one of the best ways to support your favorite creator artist youtuber basically what it allows you to do is for you to give a monthly uh donation or fee to your favorite uh creator 
and in exchange you get something back it might be a t-shirt might be a mug in your case it will be two extra episodes every single month so that's five dollars a month for two whole episodes exclusive only to patreon so if you haven't checked it out already just go to our patreon page check out the tiers if they're interesting to you you can check us out the patreon money is useful by the way it does go into funding the podcast buying new equipment um and also taking on larger projects um things for like getting an editor and so on and so forth so if you're a fan of the podcast please check out patreon.com and if you can't check that out that's fine just please share our clips on social media help your friends know more about us so we can go viral so we're trying to introduce segments so what we just now came back from was i guess talking about like a recent event yeah this is going to be like a, a, a drama khutbah you know <laughs> except for we did it we did it backwards but anyways yeah. <laughs> and, and right now i guess we want to talk about like something personal to us um you know so i guess moving forward just for the audience you know expect something that's like recent like that's like outside in the world and then something that's personal to us either our own experience or an observation or a thought yeah um I want to talk about friends, bro, bro, because as I am, as we're growing up, Mm -hmm. we see that what's really setting us apart. I don't mean to be arrogant, but I do see there's a difference Mm -hmm. between us and some other people Mm -hmm. in terms of just the support we have, where we are in our lives because of that support. Yeah. And really what it comes down to is the relationships we have with people Mm -hmm. and uh, our relationship with family. That's a different episode. Absolutely. Because that's 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 an entire different pillar. Yeah. Right. Uh, but the relationship I have with my friends has made me who I am today for the better. And I honestly, I swear to God, I do not know where I would be if he did not bless me with those relationships. Absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, I think. OK, so one growing up, one of the things that always I always took for granted was um, the the quality of relationship that I had with my siblings. And this is kind of different, but I'll wrap it back into your original point. So all of, uh, I have, I have several siblings, but <laughs> I have like three sisters. Well, now I have four sisters, but she's a baby. So she doesn't really count. Give me a second. Can you hear me? Yes. I thought my mic just I'm sorry. Okay. You're good. Um, three sisters and we're all very close. We joke, obviously I'm closer to some than others. But that's just natural, like going naturally going to happen in a family, especially a family as big as mine. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure they say the same thing about uh, some of our other, like our other siblings. Anyways, um, I didn't realize how abnormal it is to have such a good family, uh, such a big family, and have such normal sized good relationships with your siblings. Mm. Like, I, it wasn't until I got older that I realized that a lot of people actually aren't that close with their siblings or don't have like Toxic the best relationships. of relationships with their siblings. Yeah. Um, and there's something to be said about American culture surrounding family um, and the idea of family, but I'm not going to get too deep into that. In the same vein, the relationship that I have with my friends, with my like close friends that I have around me right now is something that I didn't know was as good as it is until I started talking to other people who didn't have that. And they were like, bro, <laughs> what kind of friends you got? <laughs> yeah. Different, different <laughs> ones built different. Yeah. All my boys built different. And it has nothing to do with me, obviously. Like I was just yeah. extremely lucky and blessed to well s- stumble into these opportunities. That might be cat. Okay. Cause that, cause, cause you know, it's, um, I don't, I mean, I don't know anything. Right. But like, so obviously there's one aspect of things where it's just God mm-hmm. and, to me, what, what that is, is, you know, 
that's just what's out of your control. At the very least, that is just what's out of your control. That's like the opportunity. But at the end of the day, like some people just don't like a lot of people. Everyone I know who doesn't have friends doesn't take the opportunity to have friends. Mm -hmm. They decide to be lonely. They choose to isolate themselves many times Mm -hmm. because that's easier. Yeah, because it's it's uncomfortable to be vulnerable with somebody else. Yeah. And that's like, (laughs) yeah, I mean, a lot of the people I know right now that are struggling to make friends is because they're simultaneously too scared to be vulnerable. And that's on them. Yeah. And that's, and that's on them. And you chose to be, I mean, I remember growing up and I feel like there's always phases of phases of this with every relationship there. And it gets harder and harder every time you introduce a new phase of this new level of intimacy mm-hmm. and trust you build with, it, with this other person, mm-hmm. you know, there's like that most basic level of like, can we play basketball together? Can we play video games? Yeah. Then it's like, can we rely on each other to like not be a holes around each other? Basically, yeah. like, can you respect me? Mm-hmm. You know, because you can chill. You know, when you're younger, you can chill with some guy. Then he's like being annoying, being disrespectful. Yeah, or not, like being a jerk. <laughs> yeah, like he gets around a different group of people, acts completely different. Yeah, acts way different. Then, yeah. then there's um, can I tell you secrets? Mm-hmm. You know, can I trust you with like, like if you make a promise to me, can I trust that you'll fulfill that promise? Yeah, yeah. um, and it, it goes up and up, but. What happens to people whenever they don't have friends is they become lonely. Mm-hmm. And whenever they are lonely, they fall into their own mind. And this is a thing. The, the mind is, as we said, you said, episode one to three, I think, your mom said. You were saying your mom said. I said that my mom said. Yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> that the mind is the greatest echo chamber. Yes. And whenever you're alone, your your mind rules because it's very easy to think that what's going going on in your mind is the only thing. Right? And if you have no other input, then you have no other input. Yeah. So it must be real. There's nothing else you're considering in that in that world and, that you created. Exactly. And just to give a, a, a easy physical example, right? If you're like in isolation in a prison cell, you haven't seen anybody for like 90 days for example, and then you start hallucinating like you see you see somebody in front of you who is going to tell you whether or not someone is there mm-hmm. no one <laughs> someone might be there someone might not be there you have uh, no other input you have to trust the input you're given mm-hmm. and that's what happens with people like on a smaller level the way they perceive things the way that they understand life the way they understand their current situations their dilemmas they only have their own input and if their input is well, for one i let's just assume everyone's a little bit delusional mm-hmm. But at the very least, if their delusional input is not positive, then they're lost. Yeah. In the sauce. Lost in the sauce. I was, uh, there are a lot of like lectures and stuff about this. <clears throat> I remember my first semester of college, I had a English class and in it, it was talk, kind of talking about this concept of how we, and it's just natural, I think for the, at least it, yeah, anyways, it's, I think for the most part, it's natural just thinking that you are like the only slash most important person in the world. <laughs> and it gave in this, this uh, reading that we were doing, it gave this example of this man who was driving a car and he gets cut off by a car and he's like super triggered and he's super upset. Yeah. And he's, he's like chasing down the car that cut him off, you know, trying to flip him off or whatever. And then 
he looks into the car and he sees that like there's a woman with like her legs on the dashboard her stomach is like humongous and the dude the the husband who's driving the car next to her is driving like a maniac because he's rushing her to the hospital yeah. you know, he's in labor. <laughs> yeah, yeah. and then he feels like such a like a-hole because he's like i went out of my way trying to you know be insulting to this person because they cut me off and i didn't even realize that they had xyz going on yeah and again that's just like a hyperbolic example an easy like example easy to understand example of what happens on a smaller scale in our mind if we don't have anyone to give us that extra amount of input yeah and, and i just want people to ask themselves like there's um kind of getting emotional <laughs> i see so well, this one alone. i just want to say i'm not perfect and everyone obviously knows that but i just want people to understand that i know that because people listening and be like, yo, you're like being preachy. Like, I get, I'm not perfect, but I'm also gonna talk about what's on my heart. Yeah, I mean, like, so to we, the reason why I feel like the reason why we we can talk about this is because we've both experienced this. But the only difference is that we have friends good enough to point out when we're being absolutely tripping, like we're absolutely wilding. I've noticed this thing in life. People have, I'll call them breaking points. Mm-hmm. And every breaking point for everyone is different. But it's always easy. A sign of a breaking point is it's always easy to observe someone else's. And breaking points always make you, you you yourself emotional, erratical, and delusional. You know, for some guy, it might be his dad. Like, just mm-hmm. everything about his dad triggers him. He starts acting aggressive for no reason. He starts talking to his friends like they don't even know him. You know, for another guy, it might be like some th- idea that he has about himself, like he's stupid. Like, like there's always that friend who's not living to their potential, and it's because they just think that they're dumb, so they act dumb. Mm-hmm. And then if you try to tell them, like, "Yo, why don't you do this, do do that?" they will never take your advice. They will never do it. Yeah. And they get emotional about it, and 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 then the other friends like, "Bro, why acting like that? Just do this thing." And then that that friend has an issue with money and they, he thinks he's poor and he has like a broke mindedness and money makes him emotional. Like everyone has their breaking points. Like we all have something that really hurts us. And it's hard to deal with. It's, yeah. it's hard to deal with. And it's, it's, you know, with everyone, it might be the stupidest thing, but that's yours. Mm-hmm. Like your breaking point is going to be seen very stupid to me because we're both different. Yeah. We just are. I'm strong in the areas that you're not. Yeah. Th- that's how life is. And it'd be easy. I'm like, oh, I'll, for example, I'll be like, yo, Hussein, like, why don't you? What the solution is this? Why? Why are you being so hard on yourself? Why are you being so negative? Mm-hmm. Just do, just do the right thing. Just implement. Yeah. Just, just believe in yourself. Don't, don't shoot yourself. It won't even be anything crazy. Just, just believe in yourself. Don't be negative. Hey, do the best you can. He'd be like, oh, nah, man, you tripping? You don't even know what it's like. Exactly. But what about you, man? To do this thing? Nah, it's different. <laughs> And these things are all difficult. And one of the only ways to get through them is, is through other people. Yeah, and I also think, you know, if people stop thinking that their struggles are so special. I think you mentioned it in one episode. You're like, I know this is my struggle, but I also, like, logically, on a, like, when I think about it, I'm aware that I'm not a snowflake in the sense that I'm not unique. There are at least, right, at least probably a million other people that have the exact same problem bare, that I do. bare minimum <laughs> you know yeah. i have the exact same problem that i do you know and we all get like 
hung up on like, oh no, we we have these special circumstances, so for this reasons we can't do X Y Z. Yeah. And you need again, you need that that dose of reality from someone to tell you, bro, you're not a snowflake. You're not special. You're not special. You're not special. <laughs> you're not special. I don't know who needs to tell you. Suck this. it up. Here's a bridge. Get over. It, yeah. <laughs> you're not special. And I think we 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 think we are because we get a lot into how we feel about a situation. Mm. I don't. I I feel like this. I feel bad. I feel like it's really hard. You can feel however you want. Yeah. I'm not saying to change how you feel. Maybe you can't change how you feel right now. How you feel doesn't matter. Fulfill your responsibility. I remember, what did you say? You said, is a man who hates his job going to stop, uh, or who hates his job and is depressed, going to stop working that job and then, like, uh, I guess, because of him quitting his job, stop providing for his family and kill himself, for example, as <laughs> you said. Yeah. Like, is he going to kill himself? He's like, some do, and some are built different. Yeah. And... I have no respect for the one who kills himself. Subhanallah, you're gonna get his cans. I don't. Why should I have respect for him? Whew. Why? Whew. I'm not saying. I'm not necessarily <laughs> saying you have to. I'm just. Saying. He has a family. <laughs> he has a family. He has kids. He has people who he relies on. Who people people rely on him. Yeah. Respect. Slah. Slah. I might feel empathy at the like that's even a stretch, but empathy is different than respect. Mm-hmm. You know, like that sucks. You you know you know who I feel bad for, his kids. Your family you left behind. His yeah. wife. Yeah, that's fair. I feel bad that she 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 invested her time into into having kids with that man. <laughs> okay, Mac is cold. Mac is cold. That's what you're writing should, right now. He should he should have stayed playing World of Warcraft. Uh, he wasn't built to be a dad. Subhanallah. He wasn't. Oh, I'm gonna get off my mantle. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Mac is cold. Reminded me of Steph is cold. Anyway, no one gets that reference. <laughs> I said Steph is cold. I said reminded me of Steph is cold. I said his name. I would have been what gets that. Yeah. Steph is cold is like this guy who who uh, inhabits the the don't, mano, don't, the don't make him search up Ma- Steph the is cold. <laughs> red pill YouTuber. Anyways. Sometimes when he talks to like, he'll get questions from his subscribers and then he'll just roast them and he'll use like a voice similar to the voice Matthews used <laughs> or he'll talk in a way similar to the way Matthews just spoke. So <laughs> I guess I'm channeling him a little that's bit. That's all I was saying. Hope you guys enjoyed. Yep. This has been Thoughtful Banter. Thank you guys so much. We will see you next week. Peace. <laughs>